Due to the nature of the show we're reviewing, this episode features strong sexual themes, and listener discretion is advised. Also, this is our longest episode so far, so I'm splitting it into two parts. Enjoy! Welcome to the Rainbow Room! Our podcast about writing, representation, and gay stuff! Hello everyone! I'm Andrew Steyer. I'm Eric Martinez. And today we have a special guest. It's an exciting day because we have a first time ever having a guest. Please welcome Eric Allen. Are the dwarves ready? Are the dwarves ready? Hello, oh, hello, it's going to be a fun show today. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, yeah. I'm glad to be here with my one of my best friends and, of course, my fellow Name Twin. Hi, Name Twin. So happy to have you here. Eric with a C, Eric with a K, the meeting of the minds. There you go. See, if there's anything, this is unlike Russia and Ukraine. We can get along, okay? Oh we can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> That's Girl, saying. Uh, <laughs> staying topical. <laughs> yeah, Eric and I have uh, Eric Allen and I have been best friends since like freshman year. We've known each other what now twelve years. It's incredible. Oh God, oh Lord, mercy. I mean, we're we're so young. It could only be four years. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. You know, we're still young spring chickens. <laughs> Freshly thirty spring chickens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We both turned thirty this year. Yeah, and so uh, this could be a confusing podcast because they're both named eric so whenever i say their name they both turn we all know i we all know i'm the og eric we all know that sorry eric allen (laughs) girl you're like eight shut up (laughs) i'm the the og of the podcast there you go i'm sprightly and young i'm so sweet and young and hot and thin Ooh, hey, that actually like every other Eric. Okay, now. Let's get Eric, oh, Eric, yeah, Eric is opening a beer. Nice. Let's go. Oh, you already know. Well, we about to spill some tea, so, uh, you know, I got to get ready. I got to make sure. Ooh, I got to keep myself cool down because the dolls are going to be doing the most. We truly <laughs> are about to spill some tea because today we are talking about looking, which is really good. Very And not the this... looking on Grinder, okay? Uh-uh. Not the two little googly eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> not the emoji that means you're up to no yeah. good okay uh, yeah. on hbo okay so but before we get into that eric yeah. allen on this podcast we've started this nice fun little segment we do where we have a question what's the gayest thing you've done this week oh well duel i mean that's pretty obvious actually literally on saturday we went to dua lipa in houston oh, oh yeah. damn the girls were all I, I was in Houston and literally it was half Austin there. Everybody. All the I dogs, all the teens, everybody was there. So it was it was a night. We uh got to Houston early on Friday. Of course, you know, we dibble dabble, went out and about, and then um some of our friends went to the bathhouse. Oh my god. <laughs> I was a good Christian, so I stayed in. Well, I didn't stay in, but I went to this place called Poppies, and I found me a poppy. Hey, let's go. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Duo was on Saturday. You know, nice and glammed up. I get, I did some glitter. Had did like a very kind of euphoria meets a Dua Lipa meets kind of like '80s crop top, ready to get physical. Yeah, it was that kind of moment, but it was amazing. <laughs> Although Houston 
was cold as heck. Like, really? For the, yeah, it was insane. But I mean, look, you never, you know, that would never stop the dolls. We will always be ready to dress up <laughs> and well, dress in nothing, basically. But yeah, oh my uh, God. That, was <laughs> that was definitely wow. low key, like the gayest thing I've done. And I'm still kind of recovering from it, if you can't notice. You're, you're like, not the gayest thing you've done this week, the gayest thing you've done ever. <laughs> right. Oh, well, Andrew, look, let's not even go into that. The gayest oh thing you've done ever. <laughs> we can't go there. That's a That would be the behind the scenes for fans only. <laughs> oh my God. Patreon. Yeah, we have a Patreon. There you, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, speaking that would of, be no, Patreon. That would be Pornhub. We we just oh, talking about this. Oh my god, <laughs> girl, come on! <laughs> it's the re it's the rebranding of Pornhub. There you go. Right. <laughs> it's like instead of literatica, it's like audioatica. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> ASMR, ASMRs. It's like ASMR sexual. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, we're in for a very different episode today. <laughs> The dolls are feeling it. Oh my god, Eric shaking oh, you his titties. Oh, you twist, eh? <laughs> Come on, episode four. Let's get sickening. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I just, speaking of terrible weather, I just moved to Seattle, so it's been like raining. I finally left LA. So the other fun thing is like between I'm in Seattle, uh, Eric Martinez is in New York, Eric Allen is in Texas. We basically are creating a triangle. We are tri-coastal. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I look for that. Yes, ma'am. Uh, if, if you connect our points, we are covering the entire United States. So absolutely, I mean, no one's ever we done are this queen before. The world. <laughs> Revolutionary, never done, yeah. exemplary, <laughs> fantastic, marvelous, everything God really incredible. Speaking of never been done before, speaking of never been done before, I think I'll. I think the gayest thing I've done this week was like. Uh, after we talked about Las Culturistas last episode, I've like started listening to them. I had never listened to that podcast before with with uh, Matthew Rogers and Bo and Yang. And first of all, it's very fun. And also, oh my God, there's so many parallels between us and them. It's wild. They're like bi-coastal gay men in, who met doing improv, who started a podcast together, and they have Aww. gay guests. And like, it's so funny that I didn't know about them. And now I feel like we're following in their footsteps. <laughs> they they were the trailblazers and we're simply following. But we're following it. We're following in a new path. We're not necessarily doing what they're doing. Oh, yeah. No, we're definitely a very different vibe, especially because like they're so steeped in the industry. I feel like listening to them, it's really cool because they know so much. I feel like we're kind of discovering a lot together, which is which is really cool. Right. But yeah, the- so it's kind of like so Andrew, it's kind of like our freshman year whenever there was the panel. Oh and then my whenever- god! Yes. <laughs> and then whenever we came in, it was like, all right, the panel's done. We wait, 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 plastics. We need to talk about the panel. Uh, and Mark Martinez, I'm curious if there's anything like this when you came to UT. So when I was freshman gay, I came out and like met all the other gays. And it's so silly when you think of it now, because they were literally a year older than us or something like that. But like we were freshmen yeah, and there was this group of sophomores that like mm-hmm. were just like, they they called themselves the, the panel. panel. <laughs> and people the talked panel? about them. 
yeah they called themselves the panel and they were a group of gay i've completely forgot about this they were a group of gay men who were just like i don't know thought acted hot and stuck together and like mm-hmm. kind of had like a mean girls vibe to them mm-hmm. but like i guess it worked because people like literally would refer Call to them the by panel. that name yeah like, exactly wait so this wasn't like a this wasn't like a student government thing this was just like a group a popular group of gay men yes, yes ma'am exactly Exactly. Girl, you said the panel, and I was like, oh, it's like a student org. They tried to join, they didn't get in. Like, I really <laughs> thought that's what this was. <laughs> no, yeah, it was. And then, so then when we came in, you know, I was like, oh, wait, hold on, Miss Thing. If y'all think y'all gonna be the panel, Miss Thing, we gonna be the plastics. Bye, boom, bada, bang. <laughs> And and we he literally did. <laughs> Eric put together a little group of gays, the freshman gays, and they started calling themselves the plastic. And like, I, I don't. <laughs> Eric was in the hab. Eric had deemed himself Regina George and yeah. was in the habit. Of course, of, I had like, a car. <laughs> oh yeah, your car. <laughs> Um and like he'd be on the dance floor and he'd just say Regina George and then like do a death drop. <laughs> oh my god! Well, like, I mean, like, the, be- the dolls would always beg me to go out. You know, like they they needed their queen to come out all the time. Like I remember one time I was studying, trying to be a good boy, and I'm in the PCL, and they literally like a group of them come to like the bottom floor where the computers are, and they're like, "But we need Regina." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, never mind." <laughs> But I still got an A, so it didn't matter. <laughs> of course. The PCL was UT's library. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Woo. Fun times, fun times. Just talk about cultural uses. I want to talk about something. As, as I promised last episode, 20% of this podcast is just going to be me bragging about famous people I've met. Okay. Um, but like right <laughs> after we did the Q-Force episode where we talked about Matthew Rogers, that was kind of how I discovered Matt Rogers. In, in like doing that and discovered less culture you said so we just talked about it and joel Kimbooster had a like taping of his comedy special in la that you could apply to go to for free and so i applied oh. and i went and i got to see his comedy special live for free which is really awesome and then afterwards he hosted an after party oh. and like yeah at the bar so I, like it was like five dollars anyone could go up and so i went and like it was there's not that many people that did go so it was like basically me and all of jim joel Kimbooster's friends and then that's I was how we like, get yeah. into the scene i was at, yeah, yeah his friends were cool i would like i would like hit on a cute guy and then later learn that he was joel's friend i was like okay work but I was, the, I was at the <laughs> my god <laughs> that's the plan baby Call me, baby, boys. No. baby doll baby doll <laughs> I'm at the bar ordering a drink and I like I look to my right and like this guy looks familiar and I'm kind of like glaring at him but like just because I'm like trying to ascertain I'm like who the, who are you how do, like have we hooked up like are you someone I you know I think I even texted Eric Martinez I was like so this guy either is someone I've met before or he's literally Matthew Rogers. <laughs> And he was. It was Matt Rogers. I like. Uh, I was like. Are you? I was like. Hi. Are you Matt Rogers? He's like. Yeah, I am. So I was like. Oh my god. I love your work. I just. I was like. I just did a podcast episode about you. Oh, uh, love. There goes he our was next really star. Friendly. There goes our next guest. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll text him. Hey, boo. Okay. Oh my god. I would love that. <laughs> that man is so fine. Please, let's have him on. Oh I my god. I hope he hears Wait, this. To, I'm gonna post this as a, a snippet, and I'm gonna tag him. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and as you should uh, let him know no i am all for publicly simping for celebrities that was basically the entire thing i did in la that was just my experience i see oh. it i want it <laughs> i work hard i play hard i want it eric are you googling him right now oh she can get it girl <laughs> 
wait a damn minute. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, well, I like to put on put us on a brief intermission while we stock photos of this. <laughs> leave all of this in. Leave all of this in. Hold, please. Yeah. Mm, okay. Right, oh Better work gosh. on that, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, it's been really surreal because it feels like you know those uh, movies where an author or someone like writes something and then like it comes to life in real life. That's what it mm-hmm. felt like with Matt Rogers. Like, researched him, discussed him, and then I met him. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> okay, so there, here goes the next thing we need. Um, my future husband. My future <laughs> husband. My future husband. So I'll meet him within a week. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but while we're manifesting, go hard. Like, you can make him whoever you want. Who's your celebrity crush? Oh, it, it, is, it, is, it is South By, actually. Ooh, okay, 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 okay. Who can I meet during South By? Who can I meet during South By? I mean, um, I would want, like, a DJ or something like that. That or like someone down to earth though too that's like not going to be like too much but kind of <gasps> actually though adam driver i would die Ooh, adam oh adam driver what a choice. yes that's i thought you were like <laughs> that's not everything just, i really thought you were just generally talking you were like i really want to meet someone who's down to earth and I, and I was like no we're talking about your celebrity crush like who <laughs> is the celebrity you want to meet <laughs> not just your part your future partner that you want <laughs> right <laughs> No, I was going there, and then I was like, wait, hold on. I need to take advantage of this. Like, I need to make a stop by. Adam Driver. Ooh, he's definitely grown on me a lot. Ooh, Mauricio. <laughs> I can't say I agree. I'm so sorry. I cannot what? say I agree. So who yeah. would you want to meet? I recognize, I recognize, like, he's just not for me. But I recognize, like, he's <laughs> other people's cup of tea. Like, I, I can so see who? it there. I'm like, I, I see what people see in him. Who is for you? <sighs> And you okay, recent, recently I've really been torn because oh. I through and through a Harry Styles girl through and through. Oh my okay, god! Okay, okay, okay. No, he, he's not kidding. <laughs> he has so many freaking TikToks about him and Harry Styles, like that are basically uh, just like serious <laughs> content creator, content creator. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> but recently I've been very much a Joe Jonas girl. I think Joe Jonas is yes. my man. Okay, I love him funny. Innocent. Eric, you're like a 12-year-old girl. Oh, my God. What does that mean? What, who am I supposed to go for? I don't know. You're just fanning <laughs> over all the guys that, like, 12-year-old girls go for. That's, that's yeah, no shade. The girls are my age. We are all, like, in our mid-20s. <laughs> Look, we're thinking about the ones that can like choke you or something like that, you know? Like, oh you know, like, what's Harry gonna be doing? I'd be like, boy, sit down. Look, look, just look because look Adam Driver was Darth Vader, you're like, oh, force choke me, daddy. Force choke me, Adam Driver. Shut up, girl. That sounds like a dream. Oh my god. Right, now, Andrew, now it's your turn. Come on. Okay. Man. Oh, I have. Okay, so I have a really weird celebrity crush, but it's Rami wow. Malik. Okay. Yes. I'm no. Just, he's just mm. like I've been watching him since he was in um, Short Term Twelve, which actually premiered at South by, I think. Um, oh. And he's okay, just, okay. That's the first time I ever saw him, and he's so attractive in that. And I was like, oh my goodness. I feel like he he dabbles in the same territory that Adam Driver does in being like ugly hot. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it, cause like he's like he's got that look about him. Like, yeah, I mean, he gets cast as villains for a reason. He has like an unusual look, kind of fucked up face. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's his whole how, thing. How dare you? No, he's so cute. Oh my god, he has a perfect Ooh. face. He's perfect Egyptian daddy. Oh okay. my god. Okay. <laughs> uh, my, all right, Martinez, you're up. What was the gayest thing you've done this week? For me, um, was it the Q Force episode where I was like, I saw. Okay, I think the Q first episode, I saw a Broadway show. Yeah, and another gay thing that I did this week, I saw another Broadway show. <laughs> I'll say She's it. one of those dolls now. Yeah, 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 I'm that girl. I normally, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a Broadway girl. I'm really not. I'm just, I, I'm aligned with the right people who are like, hey, I have a free ticket. Come with me to this show. Oh, damn. Today. And to, I'm, I, I'm a true that. gay. I'm aligned with the right people. Yeah, um, I, yeah. That's being aligned with the right people is the gayest thing you did this week. <laughs> gayest thing I did, literally. Literally, we go to the show today, and it was like second preview. It's a show called Paradise Square, but it's like about to start being like a Broadway show. It just is like is just in the opening steps right now. So oh, keep sick. an ear out. People may be talking about it. But I'll say it, kind of a snooze. I was kind oh. of bored. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like, like, <laughs> it was very like, it was like pre-war New York. It was about these people being in love and like this bar trying to survive. Like this bar trying to like survive this like closure or whatever. It was just very like, I feel like I've seen this before. Like, I don't think this is generally telling a new story in any sort of way. <laughs> Which war? One, two, or Vietnam? You know, like- <laughs> I genuinely think it was. Um, I gen- it was uh, World War Two. It was World War Two. Okay. <laughs> or Vietnam. I. It was one of those two. <laughs> they don't specify. They didn't specify. It was just like men of the town. There's a draft. Like they didn't really say what the war was. Oh, Anyways, weird. I feel the further I go, I'm like I'm problematic. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. It sounds it sounds just like another just straight tale. We need more. I want more gay stuff. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know half of, you know half of them are queens that are performing up there anyway. So what's the team? They're gay. Oh, okay. there's so many little gay men in that production. I was like, okay. I was clocking all of them. I was like, gay, gay, gay. The sister, by the way, they move. Sister, 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 twin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I was really thinking about it. There is like, I want like a good like musical song. I love show tunes, but I don't know of any that are about being gay or like a gay love romance. And I, I there, Kinky Boots has one, but I don't think it resonated with me. And it, and I just don't know of any others. I I really want like a good just gay musical song I can sink my teeth into. Yeah, right. I y'all, like okay. Andrew, I- I think when it comes to those, yeah, at least what's kind of out there for us, it's like usually like women-led songs that we're able to like kind of like you know put ourselves within that situation. But it's like you know it's which we can relate to, but it's, yeah, it's definitely like not the same as like if it's like you know one of the dolls. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the show? <laughs> Let's talk about the show. We were having a good time. No, no, no. I, I That's why I kept it going. I love it. Okay, so Eric Martinez, have you seen this show? I have. a long. It was like a while ago, but I've seen. Oh, dope. Okay, you've seen the whole thing? Yeah, and the uh, movie. Oh, oh shit. Okay, okay. We got a true so fan both here. seasons and the movie? Nice. Yeah. And uh, Eric Allen, you've seen it too. Yes, I've seen it a couple of times. Yeah. I, a couple of times? Whoa. I have. I do. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, it's like a very, the closest we can get to a Sex in the City. <laughs> sex in the City for us, you know, in a way. Yeah. So, even though it's in SF, but, you know, I'll let that slide. <laughs> I mean, SF is great. 
I love SF. What what do y'all remember about okay, what do y'all remember about how you liked it? And like also what do you remember about its reception when it came out? Mm. For me, I remember when I when I watched it, just because it was so juicy, I was living the entire time, like super dramatic, just like, you know, seeing what's going down. Like it was very kind of I think like funny, but then also like it can be relatable. But then I guess realizing it or not even realizing the reception that I've heard is like the number one thing is like, oh, this isn't San Francisco. Why is everybody white or blah, 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 blah. You know, like, I mean, it was not blah, 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 but you know, it was very like the diversity of it was very lacking. Yeah. Although which was like uh, yeah i did but then it's like that's why i always kind of felt conflicted because i just i guess i really didn't like clock that instantly but you know kind of like re-looking i was like oh snap but i mean i felt like the the types of people versus like just their like racial you know identity at least added to a different you know a diversity and types of personalities within it but i guess that's the beauty of like sex in the city too it's like you know it's all just you know four white women and uh, at least they're the latino and looking so you know like hey we got some diversity in there yeah you know but so i think it was i think it was more or less like the diversity of like i guess the greater san francisco area that they represented but i've never been to a stuff like that so i i couldn't really i just thought that's how it is but then people were like that's not how it is there so i was like okay sorry <laughs> yeah I, ha- I have lived in sf a bit so I'll, I'll be looking at that again while we watch the show eric how about you um i don't i don't know if i really heard of any reception i like i stumbled upon it the show and i swear to god like the only other person who i've met who has like watched the show in its entirety is my best friend claire and like we really bonded oh. over that when we first oh, met we were like oh claire. you've seen looking love claire she's a uh, loyal to this pod um but like i hadn't really heard about it hadn't heard any reception but i feel like from what i like did a little research on that like generally yes it was like it had to do with like the same thing that you were saying um eric uh, about it just being not true to San Francisco and also incredibly white, um, which like granted, like through watching it, I'm like, yeah, that's true. I, I want to uh, I want to talk about what you're saying there about like not really knowing anyone who had watched it because that's been my experience with this too. It feels like the show has kind of just been invisible, which is a shame because it's critically acclaimed and like yeah. the people who watch it like it in general. Uh, and I wonder if this has to do with the fact that just it's a gay show. So I think too many people were like, oh, this isn't for me you know you either have straight people who are like oh i'm not gonna watch something gay or you have gay people who are like closeted and like i'm not gonna watch something gay right because this came out this is 2014 2015 so yeah i mean it doesn't sound that long ago but that is it's just i think a testament to like how much has changed in the last seven and eight years yes ma'am um, like, I mean, and I, now you made me think about that, too, because at that time, RuPaul was still on Logo, you know, so it wasn't in, like, the mainstream. I feel like maybe that's a good way to even gauge what is, like, the mainstream acceptance to, like, stuff. Like, because, you know, mm. yeah, RuPaul's on Logo, so it hasn't even gone to HBO, or not HBO, it hasn't gone to VH1 or to, like, the main thing ones where you're seeing commercials of all that kind of stuff. So it's still, like, even though, even though it doesn't seem that long, there has been, like, compared to now, such a big change and like the types of shows and um you know what's kind of like generally mainstream right now and even though that wasn't that long ago it really wasn't the whole quote-unquote gay stuff was not it was still kind of like you had to like search and find and maybe look to see what's going on before that because i think the only other gay show i know besides this and like rupaul was um 
the one on Showtime. The oh, queer as folk. There. Queer as folk. Yay. Yes. Oh, we got to do that show. <laughs> yeah, that will be on the pod eventually. Oh. Yeah. Oh, if, if that's appropriate for the pod. That, that's going to be another explicit episode. <laughs> that's, even, that's even worse than this one, in my opinion. Eric, we'll, we'll be back know. on. We'll be back on, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> right? We'll be extra dolls for that one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we, we have the panel. Up. We have the panel. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> right. But, yeah, see, that one, like, first aired in 2000. And then, what? Yeah, you're saying 2014. I mean, I think, what, the L word? Yeah, it was, it was one I've heard of before. But, like, you know, it's, like, literally you can count on, like, hands on, like, how many actually, like, really queer-centric shows they have been. So, yeah, I totally yeah. agree with you, Andrew, on that, Pat. Uh, so this show, like, was doing really was doing well, and then they got renewed for a second season, and then viewership mm-hmm. just dropped off um, a lot. And even though the show was still getting really good ratings, the network canceled the show. And then enough people were disappointed that they actually signed a petition to be like, hey... Mm-hmm finish this back because season two ended and it wasn't wrapped up and so because of the, p- the petition in part i'm sure they um uh made that movie which kind of wrapped up the plot line so that's how that happened so this is just a really interesting example of a show that was supposed to be supposedly really good but wasn't getting the viewership and suffered the consequences you know it's kind of the same thing you hear for like arrested development so but i wonder all right do y'all think it was good. I guess the beauty of it is that it actually did just kind of wrap up and not drag on because that's the other curse to like, you know, series. It's like, okay, it's like the same kind of problem, blah, blah, blah. I mean, unless they got really creative, but yeah, I mean, I'm really glad with that, but also I really did like how they were able to put a bow on it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. It died a hero. There yeah. you go. There you go. I, I like when something is short. Like I, like whenever you like started a television show and it's got like 10 seasons it's really intimidating but so like yep. when I started looking and it was just like and I even like started it I started it and then I kept seeing like this movie I'm like what is this movie and so when I finished season 2 I was like oh like that's kind of weird and then I was started looking around and then I discovered the movie and I was like oh I feel like that, honestly like that feels like such a good way to like really like that's kind of what Game of Thrones did where they did like their long ass episodes but then like their finales were like generally like 45 minutes longer like i love when a a television series has like a very long series finale i think that's just so interesting Mm -hmm. and make it like going out with a bang although you don't want to trigger me with game of thrones girl don't get me started (laughs) girl don't get me started don't get me started (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm like I'm like, there is one gay relationship for five minutes in that show. Let's do it for okay. the <laughs> We are so desperate oh for representation. God. We just cling to that. <laughs> Literally. Those two guys looked at each other in the first scene. Let's do it on the pod. Literally. They look at each other if someone dies. I'm like, I need that. <laughs> All right. Well, shall we launch into watching this show? Oh yes, my god, I'm I so excited. Very dark. Yeah, I've been I've been telling myself like no Eric, don't don't watch it again. Don't watch it again. Let's like watch it with the dolls. Let's like rewatch it with the dolls and see how it's gonna go down. So I'm super excited to see how I'm so things excited. Were noticed. Yeah. Oh, oh thank you for waiting for us. Let's yeah. go. Okay. Woo! 
At this point we watch looking, Patrick, an openly gay adult man, is trying cruising for the first time, which is where you meet and hook up with strangers. He gets cold feet when his friends call him, and we meet Augustine the artist and Dom the aging restaurant worker. The next day, Dom discusses reaching out to his ex, and his friend Doris discourages it, and Patrick goes on an OkCupid date with a doctor that ends terribly after the date discovers he tried cruising. On the subway home, Patrick is approached by a cute stranger named Richie, who invites him to a nightclub. Meanwhile, Augustine and his boyfriend have an unplanned threesome with Augustine's new co-worker, and Dom makes unsuccessful advances on a young co-worker. The night ends with Patrick and Dom going to Patrick's ex-boyfriend's bachelor party, after which Patrick decides to go to Richie's nightclub, Dom reaches out to his ex, and Augustine's boyfriend expresses concern about what type of couple they are now. And that concludes part one. Go to the next episode for part two. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best thing you can do to support us right now is help boost our signal. We are at Rainbow Room Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, tell a friend about us. Thank you. Thank you.